Hallelujah. Praise God. It's good to be here today. Like we said, pastors, they have this weekend to get refreshed, and we're glad for that. But we're here. We're going to get the Word of God, and I believe God is going to touch and change people and help people today, bring them into another dimension in their life. Amen? Amen. I love prayer. I like prayer. You know, I heard a story about a man and a woman. They were praying together, and they said, oh, God, just remove our greatest financial blessing. And poof, she disappeared. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I know some of you guys are thinking, I wouldn't pray that because it might be me. <laughs> you, you might be the one. But no, God has so much good things. You know, I noticed over the last three years or so that we've had an attack on our unworld, but on our nation. We've had an attack... COVID comes, and it locks down everything. It goes and hits. We see wars and rumors of wars. We see our economy is, is going crazy. We see fuel prices going up. We see food shortages coming everywhere. We see all these different things. I could go on to the drugs. I could go on to everything in our streets that's happening. And I believe Satan has unleashed a spirit of fear on our nation. And the world. And the world. We were locked down, but some nations were locked down. Boom. Some nations were locked down so hard. One nation I go into in Mongolia, they went and put barriers on the airport runways and let no planes come in or out for a year. No planes. Nobody could go into that nation. And we, this spirit of fear has even tried to come into the church. It's tried to come in to the church. It's tried to come into that place. And there's two ways that you can live. You can live in a place of this dreamy, unmindful, you know, unobservant state where you're never conscious of the power of God and all he has for you. Or on the other hand, you can entrust your soul and your mind to God in an active force so the spirit of the living God can impregnate you like Jesus, the evidence of manifestations of the divine life can start to come through you to others and around you, that you can walk in the power of God in the midst of everybody else. And I believe that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to walk in that place. He says, I want to speak a little bit about authority. Amen. Our authority. Amen. Your authority to walk in it. It says in 2 Peter 1, 4, it says, By which we've been given unto us exceeding and great and precious promises, that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that's in the world through lust or through our flesh. That we can go and we don't need to live like the world because through the promises of God, we can be partakers of his nature. We can be partakers. You know, we, we hear about the nature of God, and the nature of God is, is love. You can be a partaker of God's love. That you can have the love for others. That You can have the love to go and love others and be loved and love yourself. It can break things. You can have the compassion of God, where Jesus went and moved in compassion and healed the sick and fed the hungry and, and moved throughout his life. And that compassion can come on you that you can start to be changed, that you think that way. You can have the joy of God and the peace of God. 
and we hear about those and we tap in it and I see some people have it. Some people walk in it. But I want to talk about authority. I want to talk about your dominion. I want to talk about in, in the power of God that you can walk in, in your life. It says in 1 Corinthians 2, it says, and my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Down in verse 9, it says, I has not seen nor ear heard, neither entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for them that love him. You haven't even seen what God has prepared for you. You haven't even thought about it. It hasn't come into your mind all that God has for your life. You can't even fathom it. And as you love God, he wants you to start to walk in this place. He wants you to start to walk where you can go and stand and you can believe God has taken the church to a new level. With all this happening in the world and all that's going on in the world right now, all this, I believe the church is coming up. God is starting to touch his church and we'll see things happen and you have to give God glory when you see things happen, when you see unrighteous laws brought down. When you, see, when you see different things happen in the world, when you see the power of God, I believe the power of God is going to come up and the church is going to be outshined. People are going to see the church isn't bowing and walking in fear. That's the place that God has taken you and I. That's where God wants you and I to walk. It says in, in the book of Acts, chapter 1, verse 8 in the Amplified Bible, it says, you shall receive power, ability, efficiency and might when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria and to the ends, the very bounds of the earth. You're going to receive power. You're going to receive power. Amen. Amen. This is what we want to walk in. See, a lot of times when we walk, we don't walk in that authority of God. But we walk because we're affected by the world and the things that are coming around the world and we start to bow to those different things. And like, like, like Brittany said, all of a sudden she said, God, you were faithful before. Amen. You're going to do it again. Amen. You know, like David said, you killed a lion and a bear. Uh, you helped me kill a lion and a bear. Who is this giant? And that's what the church is going to be where we're going to walk in a place of authority. Jesus said, we will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. When the Holy Spirit came upon the church in the upper room, flames of fire came down upon their head. They walked out in boldness. They walked out changed. They walked out in a place where, where it was totally different. They said, you guys are drunk. <laughs> no, we just met God. And it came on us power came on us see we aren't supposed to walk out of this place and bow to the fear of the world bow to the fear of the world but we're supposed to walk in authority Paul and Barnabas they went into the synagogue and they preached with such power it says in the book of Acts chapter 14 that a great number of both Jews and Greeks became believers it says they preached with such boldness and power it says in, in uh, verse 3 
It says, and they stayed there a long time preaching boldly about the grace of the Lord. And the Lord proved their message was true by giving them power to do miraculous signs and wonders. Amen. God proved his word by miracles. God wants to prove his word by miracles in your life. Not that you have to go all the time, but he's given you authority. What's the definition of authority? One definition I saw, it's the moral and legal right to command and be obeyed. Amen. Think about that. The moral and legal right. Jesus said in the book of Luke chapter 10, says, and he said unto them, I saw Satan fall from like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Jesus said, I saw. He said, I saw it. Here he is in heaven when this warfare was going on, when, when Lucifer, you know, raised his head. And he said, I saw him get cast out of heaven like lightning. Boom. And he says, behold. And that word behold means you look. You get that in you. Where you understand. I give you authority to trample on serpents. I give you authority to scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. He's given you authority over serpents, over demons, over these things. To the church. He's given you authority over sickness. He's given you authority over lack. He's given you authority over stress. He's given you authority over fear. That has been put inside of you. It's been given to you. See, I like walking in authority. Not in me. I like walking in the authority of God. Amen. Understanding who he is and what he's done. You know, the right to command and enforce. You know, as I, I drive down the roads in, in Africa, you know, I go to Africa quite a lot. And you drive down from like going from town to village to village. And you go down these roads and about every five miles, you come over a knoll. And here will be a, a policeman standing on one side of the road and the other side of the road. And they're just watching. And as you go down through, they have their rifles on. They just point and say, pull over. They just pull over. And you pull over and they, they start walking around your car. They don't say anything. I say, hello. You know, they just, they're looking for anything. They're looking for a sticker that's not right. They're looking for, you know, anything that they can do. And, that, and, and I've, seen, I've seen it. I've seen one time. We're coming down this knoll and we're out in the middle of nowhere. And they pull us over. And the driver gets out. And they said, you were speeding. Really? <laughs> Where's your radar gun or anything, you know? You, you were speeding. They say, you need to give us 10,000 shillings. Now, it's not much. It's $100 in American money. But they want money. They want lunch, most of them. <laughs> Want lunch. I had a, a friend of mine coming down the road. They go, pull over. And, that, and they just point from way away. So they just 
and you have to pull off the road. And all the time, I mean, we went from one city to another city, and I think we were pulled over like four or five times. And, and he got pulled over, and they walked around his car, checked out things, said, you're going to the judge. One of us is going to ride with you. Come. And they took him straight to town. He stood before the judge. The judge said, $300 or 30 days in jail. He had a taillight out. That's all. He had a taillight out. But the unrighteousness that's in the government and different places over there, he paid the $300 and went on. They had authority. They didn't have ability. They can't pull over. They don't have the ability to stop a car or a big truck or even a little motorcycle. They would be dead meat. <laughs> They'd be run over. They can't, but they have authority because of something backs them up. Something backs them up. And God has given you and I authority because we've been backed up. We've been backed up by God. When we start speaking things, we've been backed up. See, their, their authority isn't in themselves. Our authority isn't in ourselves. I, I don't have authority to do things in myself. But when I stand in God, I've seen cancer, stage four cancer, leave immediately. Amen. Like, I can name like five times. One man I know that I get in touch with and that... I, it was like five years ago, four or five years ago, he's, he's stage zero cancer still. I've seen, I've seen people they bring in. I saw a young man, 18, 19 years old. He couldn't walk. Could not walk. God touched him. He got up walking and jumping and praising God. And the, and the place went crazy. There was about 700 people there. And they went crazy. And other people started believing. And the power of God started moving. I just got an email here just uh, probably a month ago now. I got an email from a man in Africa. And you don't know lots of times when you pray for something, you don't know because you don't see him again or anything like this. And this man, I, I prayed for him and his wife before COVID, before it was shut down over there like three years ago. And I prayed for him. They said they could not have any kids. They said that the doctor said they couldn't, there was things wrong. So I prayed for them. And I prayed the fruit from heaven come down. Bless them. Bless her womb. Bless them together. And he, he said, I've been trying to find you forever. He says, I've been trying to find you. And this year when I was over in Africa a couple of months ago, he saw on Messenger or one of those things that I was over there. And he contacted me and he said, we have a two-year-old baby boy. He said, I want to tell you, God answers prayer. And God answers your prayer. I said, it's not because of me. It's because who backs me up? Who backs me up? And who will back you up when you start to pray? Where does our authority come? God from Jesus. That's where our authority comes. Our authority comes from him. It says in, in, first, or in John chapter 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. 
Verse 14, it says, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory as the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and full of truth. Jesus came down to earth. Jesus came down to earth, and He wanted to show us the power of God. See, you cannot understand the Word of God in the natural. If you take the Word of God and try to read it in the natural, that's why when you're not saved, you go, what is this book? You know, and it just sits there and collects dust or you give it away. See, the word of God is something behind, beyond this world. And you can't understand it by the principles on this planet. Because it's beyond. The word of God is the principle of life in the kingdom of God. It's the word of God is the principle of life. It is what we stand on. It's where we hear things from God. And we stand and we start walking in that. It says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 says, but the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God for their foolishness to him, nor can he know them because they are spiritually, um, they're not, uh, because they're spiritually discerned. See, what we see in this world is not all that exists. What you see in the natural, you see these things happening. That's not all that exists because behind us is the power of God. Behind us is his backing us up. Behind us, we can go and we don't need to live in fear. Because Jesus came down to give this to you and I. I will give you authority. See, God sent Jesus for a divine purpose. He sent Jesus for a divine purpose. 1 John 3, 8 says, For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. For this purpose, Jesus came to destroy those things. And the church is going to rise in it. The church is going to understand it. But when we hear that lots of times, we say, well, that was Jesus. That was Jesus walking on the earth. That, he was God. No, 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 no. Jesus didn't live on the earth as God. Jesus humbled himself and came as a man. Jesus was a man. That's, catch this. That's why he had to get baptized in the Holy Spirit. That's why he had to be anointed by the Holy Spirit. Because you don't anoint God with the Holy Spirit. If Jesus was walking as God, he wouldn't have needed to get baptized, but he was walking as a man. And when he got baptized in the Holy Spirit, the power of God came upon him. And he started moving and seeing miracles. He came as a man. He lived as the son of man. He died as a man. He went to hell as a man. He defeated the devil as a man. He even said, he, the ruler of this world, he has nothing on me. He's coming, but he's got nothing on me. Amen. See, in 1 Timothy 2.5 says, there's one God and one mediator between God and man. The man, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Jesus walked the earth. Walked the earth and started stepping into the authority of God. He stripped himself when he came down. That's how we can get saved. And the Holy Spirit is the game changer. The Holy Spirit, when you start tapping into the Spirit of God and living in the Spirit of God, and the Holy Spirit changes things. Amen. And as the church comes to the place, you and I, all the church, 
in America and in the world, when we come to the place where we understand we have authority over this stuff. We don't need to bow to this stuff. We can stand and we can walk in a new dimension. It has to come. Your spirit-led life has to, you have to engage it in your prayer, in your words, in your decrees. You have to engage it in your worship. As, as all of these things, you start walking in the spirit and in the authority of God. And you start moving in that place. Fresh fire from heaven will come down upon you. Fresh power from heaven will come upon you. There will be a change. It's heaven sent. You shall receive power. That word power is the word dunamis. And it's the same word as we, we get the word dynamite from. We get the word dynamite from that. That's the kind of power. I read a story a long time ago about a channel in the New, Eng New York and Connecticut Sound, like the Bay, that came into New York City. And this was back in the early 1900s. There was a channel that they called Hell's Gates. And they called it Hell's Gates because all of these large ships would try to come into New York City and they would run aground every time. And they tried to dredge it. They brought this equipment in, tried to dig it deeper and wider for these ships. No avail. They tried to put buoys out, keep them in between these buoys. And ships still ran aground. So finally what they did was they set up these charges, dynamite, and they blew hell's gates. That's what you and I need to do. We need to take the authority that's in us and blow the gates of hell wide open. The gates of hell will not prevail against the church. Amen? That we come into that place and we say, no, this has to stop. This has to stop. And I can tell you story after story when in my life attacks would come against me and against my family or those around me. And I would have to come and say, no, it's time for this to stop. I fast and I pray and I speak the word of God and I start to stand up and say, no. And you see the power of God come and change it. Amen. See, you are going to receive something explosive inside of you when the Holy Spirit comes. You're going to receive something that's going to blow up on the inside of you. And it's going to start to blow up things around you. And it's going to start to show the power of God around you. That's what your testimony needs. I have dynamite inside of me. And it has blown up this. I'm not addicted to this anymore. I've changed in my mind. I've changed in my soul. I've changed in my body. I've changed things around me because of what came into me. The power of God. Amen. That's what your testimony needs to be. Something is exploding in your life. Something is changing. It says in the Weiss translation of Acts 1.8, it says, you shall receive power of the kind which God has and exerts. You're going to receive the same kind of power as God and what he puts out. That's the church. We don't come just to have somebody come and pray for us. 
we come and we get something in us and we come out of the upper room and we go into Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and the uttermost parts of the world and we take the power of God with us. See, I see the church, I see this church with dynamite, dynamite exploding over here and somebody getting healed. Dynamite over here and your kids are coming back to the Lord. Dynamite over here and a financial blessing. Something just explodes and all of a sudden a miracle happens in your finances. I see the dynamite of breakthrough in your mind, in your soul, that you aren't bound by those things anymore. There's a change because a revelation dynamite has come upon you. And the Holy Spirit is there to change you and help you and bring new things. Amen. I see that. I see the outflow of being baptized in the Holy Spirit is not just speaking in tongues. Not, not just the evidence. Some people say, well, I got the Holy Ghost because I spoke in tongues 10 years ago. That's not the outflow. The outflow of the Holy Spirit and being baptized in his power. And when you're baptized in his power, you just can't help be a witness. He just say, I got to tell somebody. <laughs> I can't help it. You know, outside the fear says, don't say anything. But inside you say, I said I wasn't going to say anything, but I got to tell somebody. Jesus set me free. Jesus moved in my life. Jesus touched my family. You shall be a witness on the job. You shall be a witness in your home. You shall be a witness in school. You shall be a witness wherever you go. And the power of God's there. See, God wants to reveal things to you. He wants to reveal his, his strategies from the Godhead. So when the Holy Spirit comes on you, he'll give you strategies. He'll speak to you and tell you, do it this way. No, stay away from that. That doesn't matter. I'll take care of that. Do it this way. And you'll get strategies from heaven as the Holy Spirit comes upon you. You'll get things that'll just change everything around you. See, the Father... The Son and the Holy Spirit did not come down to earth to lose. They didn't come down here to surrender to some fallen cherub angel named Lucifer. They didn't come down here to go and bow to, to the dictates of unrighteous men or governments or, or even the media. The Holy Spirit came down to bring life and victory. They bring you to a place where you can stand, that you won't bow to all of these things, but you'll stand. He came to strip the powers of hell. He came to destroy the works of the devil. He came to restore the kingdom of um, authority to man. Drink right there. Thank you. Little water. Hallelujah. See, Jesus came with all authority. He came with all authority. Mark 16. Wait. Yeah, I guess that's it. I thought I missed one. It might be here. I got to show it. Yeah. Mark 16, 19 says, When the Lord Jesus had finished talking to them, he was taken up into heaven and sat down in the place of honor at God's right hand. Hallelujah. Jesus walked as a man, came and died as a man resurrected, came, and then when he was done talking to him, he sat down in a place of honor at God's right hand. This was his coronation day. This was Jesus. He fulfilled 
his place. And I can see, it says here in Psalms 110, catch this. It says, the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. And it says, the Lord will extend your mighty scepter from Zion saying, rule in the midst of your enemies. Here, God the Father says, Jesus, you've done everything. You fulfilled it. You did the walk. You, you, you paid the price for all these people. Sit down. Sit down at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. Then he says, I will extend your mighty scepter from Zion saying, rule, 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 rule in the midst of your enemies. Rule in the midst of your enemies. King James says, the Lord shall send the rod of your strength out of Zion. It says, here's God. He says, I'm going to take your scepter. Oh, let's go, to, let's go to Psalms 45. It says in verse 6 and 7, it says, your, your throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is, is the scepter of your kingdom. You love righteousness. You hate wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness more than your companions. With the oil, he, it says in another translation, the oil of joy more than anyone else. Jesus had fulfilled. He was sitting down on his coronation day. Here he is. And the Father goes and takes oil and pours over him oil and it pours over him just like Aaron when they poured the anointing oil over Aaron and it ran through his beard and it ran down through his robe all the way down that oil that was on Jesus that anointing that was on Jesus it poured and it went down over his head into his body who's the body into his body and he says here here give me your scepter and he takes the scepter and he hands it to Jesus. He didn't put it on his head. He handed it in his hand, the body. He says, rule. Rule in the midst of your enemies. Rule on earth. God wants you and I to rule. He, he gave us authority to rule as kings and priests. A whole different dimension. Here this anointing is coming out of Zion for you. This anointing is here. Jesus came, and it says in Matthew 28, 18, it says, and Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, all authority has been given unto me in heaven and earth. And he gave us a mandate. Go. He didn't say, just come and sit. Go. Go into all the world. Preach the gospel. Make disciples. Let them, let them see everything that I've gone and shared with you. This is what God wants for you and I today, to go. He says, I've given you this authority. That's the delegated authority. Excuse me. Delegated authority. I take the authority that the Father has given me. I take the scepter that the Father has given me, and I give it to you. Rule. Rule in the midst of your enemies. Don't lay down in the midst of your enemies. Start to rule in that place. See, it's more than, it's more than revelation or information. I don't want to just give you information of what happened. I want to give you revelation. Something that inside is going to change you. Something inside. That's why in Ephesians 1, it says, 
Paul says in Ephesians 1, verse 15, it says, Therefore, after I've heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your love for all the saints, I cease not to make mention of you in my prayers that the Father of the Lord Jesus, the, fa or the, the Father of our Lord Jesus, uh, the God of our Lord Jesus, the Father of glory, <laughs> may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened, that you might know what is the hope of his calling, what is the inheritance, what are the riches of the inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power, which he wrought in Christ, amen, when he raised him up and seated him at the right hand in heavenly places far above, far above, all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but that which is to come. He says, I'm giving you, and he put all things under his feet. And he gave to him to be head over all things, the church. Jesus gave authority for you and I. And he wants that revelation to come and be alive inside of you. Power and authority. God has planned out your days. You might be sitting here and saying, what does God want to do with me? How does God want to? God wants to help you with your kids. God wants to help you on your job. God wants to help you when you're sick. God wants to help you when all these things are coming together. He says, I've given you authority. I've given you power. I've given you something. He's planned it out. And who can stop his plan? Amen. He can change your ending. In your mind, you might say, this is how my ending is going to be. He can change that. He can change that. He has the final word. You need to say, I am them. Say, I am them. I am them. Say, I am them. Them what? Mark 16 says, these signs shall follow them that believe. They shall cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall by no means harm them. And they shall lay hands upon the sick. That's us. That you can cast out demons. Have authority. I was, I was, we, were, we were preaching in a small village in Africa. And, and the chief there said they'd never had meetings like that. We had between four and 500 people just come out of the bush. And we were in this little tiny well it wasn't a building it was poles with a grass top and had no sides or anything we we had to have a generator for the lights and and the sound but we had all these people there and they were out so you couldn't even see them and this man with a demon up near the front manifested ah, started shaking fell to the ground and he's flopping all over went over there and I said in the name of Jesus come out of him now come out of him I said you have no right go and the man kind of fell to the ground and I, I got down and I said now say this Jesus is Lord Jesus is Lord took him a second and he was going Jesus is Lord say I love Jesus say Jesus Jesus he got set free set free they picked him up 
Oh, he, he still had soulish things that he needed to deal with. But he got set free because the demons can't say Jesus is Lord. And the demons can't say I love Jesus. He got totally set free. You shall cast out demons. You shall speak in other tongues. Amen. Tongues is a lot more than just that little thing. It's so much more. And I'm not going to preach on that right now. I, but you need to tap into speaking in tongues. Understand it. They will take up serpents. I was praying once and God gave me a revelation. It isn't grabbing snakes. Don't do that. I kill snakes. <laughs> it isn't. It's you shall see the enemy and his snares and his wiles and what he does and what the devil and you'll take authority over them and you'll break those things they will not you will not follow after them but you'll stop them around you if they drink any deadly thing it will not harm them that is not you trying to drink poison and say yeah see no some churches go nuts over stuff I just have to say that they are nuts grabbing snakes and drinking that's talking about the attacks of the enemy when the devil comes to take you out when the devil comes to kill steal and destroy steal your vision steal your heart for God steal these different things when he comes to kill you it will not happen it will not happen nothing shall by any means harm you and they shall lay hands upon the sick and they will recover. They will recover. This is what God has for them. This is what God has for you. This is what God has for every single person in the sound of my voice. That God wants to show you how to walk in this place. How? Verse 20 of Mark 16. And the disciples went everywhere and preached. And the Lord worked through them confirming what they said by miraculous signs. God works with you. You aren't doing this on your own. But if you understand, you can pray. That's why I have a confidence. When I pray, he hears me. And if I know he hears me, I know I have the petitions that I've asked of him. I pray not because of me. The Bible says his word will go forth and it will not return void, but it will accomplish for that which it was set for. See, God is preparing us now, I believe, in the next, in these time right now, in the next months right now, you're going to see God's people start to rise up. Rise up in the natural and in the spirit. Rise up into a place of authority. Fresh fires coming down from heaven to change us. Support from heaven. Angels from heaven to help us and move in authority. All those things in your mind in the past. Oh, I've always been like this. It'll never change. The past is going to be erased. I'm glad like that song. I'm glad. God takes bad guys and makes them good. <laughs> God takes bad guys and saves them. Amen. I got to get in that crowd. Amen. I got to get in that crowd. See, all your limitations can go. You don't need to live in those limitations anymore. The seed that's been planted on the inside of you is going to start to grow. And God is going to lift shame, lift guilt, lift low self-esteem, those thoughts that torment you. 
because you're going to start to walk in him. You don't have to carry it anymore. Amen? You don't have to carry it anymore. God will set you free today. God will set your mind free today. I remember a woman came into our church when we were in New Hampshire, and she was, she had such a, a spirit, a low self-esteem spirit. She couldn't even lift her head. She looked, her husband had been coming to church for, for two years, and she wouldn't come. And she came in, and she had a religious background. And I won't say what Jehovah Witness church she went to, but... She felt so bad. Preached a simple word. She came up, prayed a simple prayer with her, and her whole countenance changed from that day forward. Everything changed. Her eyes became light, and they went on to minister. They went on to, I mean, God just did powerful things. I want to pray two prayers today before we close. First prayer, maybe you've come in here. Somebody invited you. I don't know where everybody's at in their walk with God. You don't know Jesus. You've never asked him into your heart or you've never yielded. You might have come to church for months, years, but you've never said, yes, God, I give it to you. I yield my life to you. I want to know you. Or maybe you're backslidden. Maybe you're backslidden and you've, you knew God, but the things of this world and everything else kind of grabbed you and you've fallen away and you know you're not serving. You know you're not doing what God wants you to do. But today, you say, I want to change. I want to change. I want to give my life to you. Lord, it's yours. I say yes. I say yes. And you're in here. I'm not going to embarrass you and have you come forward, but I'm going to ask you. I'm not going to have everyone bow their heads because this is important. What we do is important. I'm just going to ask that you raise your hand and say, would you pray for me? Would you, we've all gone through this. Just say, would you pray for me? I want to be saved. Anybody else? You might be watching on TV and you know this is speaking to you. You know God is touching your heart right now. You want that? Anybody at all? Praise God. I believe God that everybody's saved. Everybody's come to that place. I believe God. If you're online, I'm going to say a simple prayer right now. And I just ask you to repeat it. Repeat it with me. And go and, and ask Jesus into your heart. Because it's the most important thing you can ever do. So just repeat after me. Say, Father God, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I know I've sinned. We've all sinned. I thank you that you sent your son, Jesus, to die for me and pay the price for my sins. I receive Jesus right now as my Lord and Savior. 
I believe in my heart. I say with my mouth, God raised him from the dead. And I changed my direction. I will live for you from this day forward. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. I can, yes. If you're online, put it in the chat. Just say, I got saved. Hallelujah. You know, I can remember October 5th, 1980. October 5th, I walked into a little church, Pentecostal church in Arizona. And I said, yes. I wasn't looking for it. That was the first time I'd heard the gospel, but God just hit me. I said, you need a change. And I got set free from drugs, got set free from alcohol, got set free from pornography. I got set free from all. I walked in on a way to hell and I walked out on the way to heaven. Yeah. Hallelujah. You know, today I want to pray for one thing. I want to pray for everybody here. I'm not going to call you forward, but maybe you're here. And why don't we all just stand here? I want to pray if there's anybody sick. If you're sick in your body, if you're, if you're sick in your mind, if you're sick, you have pain, I'm going to pray God do miracles. Amen? I'm going to pray for you. And it's simple. All you do is just trust God. I'm going to ask you to lay your hands on your body. They shall lay hands upon the sick. And if it's your back, put it there. Whatever, you know, if you can, lay your hands on your body. And we're going to believe God. Amen. Right now. Right now. Father, I thank you. I thank you in the name of Jesus. I take the authority over sickness right now. I take the authority over sickness in every body right now. In the name of Jesus, I thank you. I rebuke sickness and infirmity. I command the spirit of infirmity to leave and lose its hold. I thank you, Lord. Pain, leave people right now in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord God. You heal all disease. Pain, go. Every germ, every virus has to leave right now. I speak hormones. And, and glands be made good. I speak divine life right now. Allergies leave right now in Jesus' name. Cancer cell, every tumor dissolve and go in the name of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus right now. I thank you, Lord God. New organs right now. I thank you, livers and kidneys, everything that people need right now. Go and be healed right now in Jesus' name. I speak to blood disorders and I say no. Every blood disorder, I speak to diabetes. I speak to arthritis. I speak those things have to go. High blood pressure right now. Come into come in alignment. Come in alignment in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God. Clear arteries and hearts and brains. Let them be made whole. No heart disease. 
joints be made whole right now. No arthritis. I speak to it to leave and let every bit of pain to go. I thank you, Lord God, for your power and authority is in you and in heaven right now. And it flows through this place in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Lord God. Touch, Lord God. By your stripes, we are healed in Jesus' mighty name. And I thank you for what you're doing in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Just give him glory right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to ask anybody in here, do you know God did a change? Do you know God touched you? Pain's gone, something. Anybody at all? Yes, God sees those hands. Anybody at all? God sees that hand back there. Amen. Those hands back there. Hallelujah. It's simple. We can't do it in ourselves, but we can talk to him. I've seen eyes open up, ears open up. You're saying, uh, in America? Yeah. In America. I see them in Africa because they have nothing else to trust in. They can't go to the doctor. But I see them in America. God wants to show his power. And if you will walk in authority and you'll start to speak the word of God over people, over your situation, you're going to see the power of God like never before. That's where God's taken his church. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for today. I thank you for what you're doing. I thank you, Lord God, that you're touching right now. I speak the spirit of authority to come upon people. And I thank you, Lord God, that you're moving and touching. And I thank you as we walk out of here, miracles are manifesting because this is a healing house. Spectrum Church is a healing house where people can come in one way and go out another. We praise you right now. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. If you are afraid to lift your hand to pray with me for salvation, but you prayed that prayer, you've got a new life in you. I ask that you just go back, fill out one of those cards in the back. Let us know. Or if you have needs, we're going to have prayer partners up here.